The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the last episode of AI for Growth Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we've been talking about how growth stage companies can leverage machine learning and artificial intelligence to spark growth without breaking the bank. Joining us today is Eric Varden, who is the co-founder and CEO of Morpheo. Morpheo, a sponsor of the MarTech podcast, is an AI-centric platform designed to help humans digest more data. Their product enables growth stage companies to stay ahead of the pace of change and outperform their enterprise customers by equipping them with the data reporting and insights they need to thrive in the continually evolving landscape of modern marketing. So far this week, Eric and I have talked about the landscape and how growth stage companies can use artificial intelligence. We talked about marketing security and anomaly detection using AI, how to automate insights and generate reports using AI. And yesterday we talked about expediting growth for SMBs with an AI-centric approach. And today we're going to talk about how AI affects your team, what we're calling workforce automation, and how you can use AI to increase your team speed and efficiency. Okay, here's the last part of my conversation with Eric Varden, CEO and co-founder of Morpheo. Eric, happy Friday and welcome to the last episode of AI for Growth Week on the MarTech podcast. Happy Friday indeed. The finish line is near. There we go. And we're talking about people today. One of the commonly misunderstood things about artificial intelligence is it needs people to survive. First off, let's just set the table and let's talk about some of the ways that you've seen the workforce change. Again, setting the stage, been in the people and the service side pretty much my whole life and love my team and love working with them, but was hard to see them so stressed, to hard to see them run from meeting to meeting, hard to not only see them overworked, but often just answering, hey, how's it going with a busy, 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 busy? And it's probably something that everybody listening, you know, understands, whether it's themselves saying it or friends and family or coworkers. So when I think about the team and building a team and this notion of a new way to work, it's because we're in such a tough business. I mean, we wake up every day and some algorithm has changed and completely throws off our day or a client or team member needs X, Y, Z. We all want more time for strategy. We all want to to be the best marketers we can be. And I think that there's a better way for us to spend our days and our hours. And our tagline is help your humans for a reason. We just want our fellow marketers to be awesome and more happy. And we're here to help change that. 
At the end of the day, humans are still driving the ship, everyone. That's right. This is not Skynet. The computers, the machines have not taken over yet. Hopefully they don't. And all of the artificial intelligence, machine learning, automation, all of that is in place to help humans digest more data quickly and to eliminate the manual processes that we're doing. So there's a couple different ways that I see artificial intelligence helping expedite and help humans consume more data and make more sense of it. We talked about reporting. We talked about automation. There's a big collaboration component to this, how we're able to distribute data. How do we know what to share? Talk to me about communication and how artificial intelligence helps us more effectively communicate with each other. Yeah, I think there's a layer of transparency that share, smartly shared data and its effect. And so if you look at most marketing teams, whether it's an agency or a small team inside a brand or a small consultancy, whatever the case may be, there are people that deal with accounts and or sales. There's people that deal with clients and or production. There's executors and strategists and SEO teams. Sometimes, you know, we're all specialists or generalists or whatever the case may be. We're all over the place. The thing is, was we need to share in the information and the data that we consume. And the better that we can share, the better we can learn and affect each other's job and position, but also be more well-rounded strategists and executors. It's going to allow us to be better and smarter with our, our team members and our clients and our bosses, et cetera. And I think fundamentally, that transparency of what software can do is it's going to remove a lot of that mundane, as you mentioned. It's going to remove a lot of the repetitive hours or tasks. So what do we do with this time that's going to free up and the transparency that comes with it is we're going to have to, with this notion of a new way to work, be more well-rounded, ask more questions, be more inquisitive as to what it is that you're seeing in the alerts and the information, the data in a very different way. I think that part of the social side of what shared data means is that we have to collectively understand it and engage in it. Whereas before, we might say, if I'm an accounts person, well, let me go to the team and pull that information and data. Well, why can't you do it yourself? Now you can. Now you can have time to ask a little bit more about what it means. And I think that's an interesting form of where we're all kind of headed. I think the idea of having live, up-to-date, real-time reporting that is accessible, and hopefully the artificial intelligence is pointing out the key points of that data allows us to be more transparent. And to me, the transparency also has an effect on our ability to not just communicate internally with our cross-functional partners, but also outside of the organization. Do you see a scenario where artificial intelligence is actually helping boost sales? I think what comes with transparency is accountability. So from an accountability perspective, we have more of a shared vision on the goals that we're trying to attribute and the goals that we're trying to successfully meet. And we have more horsepower and team focus on collectively sharing in those goals. And ultimately, not only should we meet them more quickly, but we should be able to compound that into greater success. But it comes again with that layer of transparency and accountability means that if we're going to share accountability, we're just going to have to do that, which is be accountable to each other. I don't know if you've heard of this. There's a global outbreak that's happening. It's called the coronavirus, and people are being uh, forced to shelter in place and stay at home. It's driving parents of young children absolutely insane. I can attest myself. Mm -hmm. As the workforce is starting to be more remote, 
And as our clients are obviously not in front of our face, we're not able to wine and dine as a sales tactic. To me, accountability and transparency becomes much more important. When you think about the Morpheo set of tools and services, how it's enabling marketers to be more efficient, to understand what's happening with their business, how do you think the distributed workforce is also impacted? I think in, let's say, a normal office environment, we know that the ad hoc requests that generally come in on an issue or an opportunity take a small team to regroup proactively and quickly to be able to provide a solution. We need often group thinking across multiple team members to put together a campaign, et cetera. It's going to be harder for us to communicate and collaborate and just have that sort of energy back and feel to be able to really formulate a decision. I think we're going to spend obviously more time in a different way through Zoom and other forums. And it's actually going to take away from the time we may have on those sort of strategy pod kind of conversations, as well as more time in meetings and reporting on the data. So if we weren't unfortunately strapped for time before, you compound the fact that you have less ability to be strategic in this sort of pod environment, you have less time to collaborate and maybe less time to execute and monitor, we're going to have to look for software that matches this new way to work which means it's going to have to free up time. It's going to have to be smart and proven and work, but it's also going to have to fit into this new environment. So I think the time is ripe for us with this new way to work to just explore new opportunities and try new things out. So Eric, there's not only a new way to work in terms of being a distributed workforce, it seems like there's a mindset shift that's happening here. Talk to me about how you've seen growth stage companies adjust and how they think about making the transition from a retrospective reporting, manual, data-driven approach to something that is driven by machine learning and artificial intelligence. So the analogy that we use, and I wrote a blog article on it, and I'm happy to share, was this notion of a check engine light. So we as marketers, what we're doing now, it's akin to getting in your car before you drive, making sure that your tire pressure is accurate, checking the spark plugs, and then getting in your car and taking a drive. Well, we take for granted that we get into our beautiful new cars. And if there's any kind of issue, the check engine light comes on. And we're just so used to it. But as marketers, we log in and out of every single one of our platforms. We're correlating on behalf of each one of our clients instantly and hoping we remember their acquisition targets, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that to me, it's that source of social change. Whereas what if we didn't have to do any of that anymore? What if we could communicate in a way, set the goals for each of our clients that we're looking for and have those anomalies come to us? Shouldn't that help us find more time and allow us to deal with some of those earlier points that you had brought up about this better way to use our hours? I think it can. Yeah, I think that marketers have been getting in the car, flooring the gas. And for some of us, we're not even paying attention to which direction we're driving. We're just hitting the gas, letting go of the wheel and hoping that we get to our end destination. I think that the best marketers are not only paying attention to their GPS, maybe they have some autopilot enabled, but they're also paying attention to whether the car is performing the way that it should. And that's where the check engine metaphor really plays out to me. Eric, let me just say, it's been great to talk to you this week. I appreciate you supporting the MarTech podcast, being one of our sponsors, talking to us about the industry that you work in. It's a fascinating topic, thinking about how we're able to leverage artificial intelligence and machine learning to be more efficient and to understand how our campaigns are performing. Thanks, Benjamin. Appreciate it. Hey, we're here to make marketers happier and more awesome. So appreciate you having me. All right. And that wraps up AI for Growth Week on the MarTech podcast. 
Thanks to Eric Varden, CEO and co-founder of Morpio, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Eric, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is HelpYourHumans, H-E-L-P-Y-O-U-R-H-U-M-A-N-S. Or you can visit his company's website, which is morphio.ai, M-O-R-P-H-I-O.ai. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You could subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.